0: What have you learned about yourself in the last few weeks? When we get to the other side of this pandemic, how will your choices have evolved as a result of this challenging time? As I re-listened to this conversation I had with Parker Pfister and his partner Elizabeth Lina from Imaging USA in Nashville this past January, I came at it from a completely different perspective. Our lives have been collectively altered. Things will be different on the other side of this, whether we like it or not. And that different will look different for everyone. But after hearing this again, it made me wonder. How much of my different can be altered, or in some cases, tempered, by my choices? Some things, no doubt, are out of our control. Some things we just need to accept or deal with, even if it's only for the time being. But there are many things, I suspect, that are determined by choice. And that's the crux of what the three of us spoke about a few months ago. Obviously, we had no idea that this life-altering event would occur. But now that it has, I'm thinking some of the messages we discussed might be more important than ever. I hope you're safe, friends. I hope you're healthy. And I hope we are close to the other side.
1: Why does this uh, mic smell like whiskey? <laughs> well, Parker was just what here. You he should ask.
0: <laughs> All right, Parker and Elizabeth, tell me what in the world's going on. I would like to know what's going on, <laughs> and I'm I'm going to ask it like that. Okay, because I want what you to answer, on? and and I want you guys to funnel out the ambiguity of that question, which is intentionally vague.
2: Okay, well here here's the place to begin. It's my birthday, and mm. we're here at this. What is it? Imaging USA. This yeah. is imaging. Yeah. this is my true dedication to. What's up? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow! Well, I didn't know I was forcing you in. It's, it sounds <laughs> like I I's. This is not a good birthday present. Well, I thought meeting a bunch of strangers would be amazing for you. <laughs> walking all. around a trade show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's I mean, my favorite thing. Did you ever. see that new Arcus Swiss
2: plate? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's fair to say that you're not. A photographer.
2: No, I'm I, I'm an artist of other mediums.
0: Which which, which are what?
2: I, I'm a writer, uh-huh. and I was a used to be cellist. And one of our intentions for coming out here was actually to see if we can track down a cello. Yeah,
0: you're a cellist.
2: Mm-hmm. I that's, was. That's
0: my favorite instrument in the orchestra.
2: Yeah, it's mine too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It really is. I I'm with you. I maybe, thought me maybe too. you were questioning No, why. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> That's also you're looking for one. That? We are. You're on a quest.
2: On a quest yeah. to cello look yeah. for quest. a good
0: a good cello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so you're a writer and you're a cellist. So photography's not in your bag so to speak. It's obviously his.
2: Right. But I'm also an entrepreneur, a mentor. I work with high school students, helping them apply to whatever their dream school is. And over the years, it's evolved into a much deeper form of mentorship. And so that's how Parker and I, one of the ways that we connected was we both teach the creative process. Mm -hmm. And so we got really interested in Mm. what each other teaches. And yeah, so we do elizabeth, a whole bunch of collaboration
1: elizabeth came along with one of the workshops and uh to she teach, came to one of yours to co-teach with me okay. we, th- we threw it into the mix and it was a success for some <laughs> others were total ready for it it was a surprise like others. bringing this amazing brilliant woman um threw some people off because they wanted all me and it was it was a little odd thing. The next one we did together that was not a surprise right. for the participants. Right. It was one amazing of the
2: best ever. and asked me to come back. And so do the it.
0: unexpected mm-hmm. piece
1: through people. Yeah. off. I've which seen is that. I've seen it happen. A before. shock. No matter who. Right. It, like, I was bringing right. this amazing gift right. for no extra money. Right. 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 And
0: but um, it, t- it took them off a little bit. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. know what to expect. And then no, they, they right, didn't. right. 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 I've didn't. seen it happen. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, totally weird. So, what is it that give me give me a sprinkling of what it is that you that you teach?
2: Well, I think the heart of it is, and this is why we teach well together. Is I'm just really interested in the why. You know, what is oh why are you doing this? You know, so many of the photographers that we talk with, they don't even know anymore. They're just they're looking at all the Instagram likes and all Mm. of it and feeling like they have to produce something that has the equal number of likes Mm. as somebody else. And so we just strip that away and we get, we, uh, you know, my, my deepest interest is in, you know, just what, who, who, What do you have to say what is it that you want to bring to the world and this is what i do with my high school students i always want to know what do you have that Mm. only you can bring to the world Mm. and i don't care what it looks like and it's the same with the artists that we work with the Mm -hmm. photographers it's i want to know what lights them up what excites them what feels really deeply authentic to them and so that we do a lot of work around that and parker created this really incredible curriculum around that and so then i got to come in and see what he was doing and and could just kind of jump in with the curriculum i've created for my students Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Yeah. We're looking, uh, looking for, for people that want to come, um, not to learn any tricks, not to learn, um, the coolest, most fashionable thing to do these days to be popular. Uh, we want people who are a little lost in the mirror, who don't know who they're looking at, what they stand for, what they want to do with their art, And we just strip it back to, you know, we get down to the place when they're getting ready to make an image and then ask them to just stop, put the camera down. Why are you making this image? What does it say? What does it do? And that's the way we tap in to the deeper thing of why are you a photographer in the first place or why do you breathe in the first place? Mm -hmm. What are you here Mm -hmm. for? Yeah. And almost every time people leave with a much clearer sense of who they are as a person mm-hmm. whether that means leaving photography which i've had happen from yeah. they leave the workshops and they're like i've always wanted to be a nurse and i'm doing this and i just realized i'm doing this because i want to be popular interesting and but that's not my calling right and they leave mm-hmm. which is amazing others will go and burn all their artwork in their studio take it out in the back gravel parking lot and burn it all to start over because they were scared to show what they wanted to show. They were always doing what the clients asked of them. And I think as an artist, you—I th- I think as an artist, you—you you move past the point of making other people happy. You don't want to. Oh, I hope they're going to like this. It's like I love this. That's all that needs to be said. Is that an ideal? I—I think so.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How much of what you're doing? is born out of something that resonates with you because you've been there, done that, experienced it, etc. cetera?
1: Uh, no less than 95%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Most of the time, 100%. But so you've lived this is I'll what get, I'm saying, Yeah. Right? I mean, in the way I cook, in the way we live, in the way everything has this artist, artistic edge to it that I'm doing it because it's a process and it's a beautiful process and it's mine Mm -hmm. and learning your own process is what we want to teach at our workshops. That's, that's the key. That's the the key.
0: You're on the same page.
2: Oh, absolutely. We were just talking about this at dinner last night. I was just, I mean, I have such a deep respect for Parker, um, as a human being and as an artist. And I was saying that the two for me are inseparable, that it's a way of being, that there's this, um, I think one of Parker's greatest gifts is his relentless um, pursuit of authenticity. Mm-hmm. And that's reflected in his art and it's reflected in his teaching. And, you know, I I, I share this too. I, I grew up in a very strict religious yeah. um Commune and uh, was sent to a convent when I was seventeen, and I stayed oh there word. for four years. You're not I,
0: kidding around.
2: Yeah, and so when I finally left, I it took me years to realize what I had actually experienced yeah. and how I had been forced to go down this one path, yeah. and and I had bought it, you know, because that's was what I was taught. Sure. And so then when I slowly, slowly began to get an education and start to read more deeply, or read, really, for myself, and learn all this... A whole new thing opened up, and then it was, and that's why I became so passionate about my my own students, in my high school students. I just kept saying, I, they were all trying to go to the really top schools, you know, Harvard, MIT, whatever, right. and I, I just didn't care about where they went. I wanted to know, who are you, and what do you, what lights you up, because they were, getting shoved down the same path in. You know not a religious sense but being given the same path of perfect grades perfect test scores high level extracurriculars and then I saw that there was no difference between the, where I was being shoved down one path and they're being shoved down one path I just wanted to know what lights you up
0: how much of what you guys do then requires initially especially a de-education does oh. that come across right? Like how much of what considering what your mission yeah. is considering what you want to accomplish with people, individuals in particular, if you take like an individual that you can think of, how much how much of it requires them being de-educated first mm-hmm. or essentially unplugged from whatever ideology, has been thrust upon them, whether it's you must get good grades in order to be considered successful, Mm -hmm. you have to be this, this, or this, and you can't do this, this, or this. Like someone has taught them what is good and what is bad. Right. And they've been thrust into that. How much do you have to take that, extract that first?
2: Well, I think that's actually... I, have to, I personally think I have to be really careful with that because if you try to strip away people's beliefs too early before you've established trust, they will get scared and then they'll hold on to those beliefs really tightly. So rather than trying to de-educate, I try to sort of put with my own students and I think with our, mm-hmm. you know, photography students as well is it's not about like, OK, we're going to take this away from you, mm-hmm. although we do ask them to put their their cameras away for the first couple of days, but it's more like, (laughs) all right, we're going to just set that aside for now. Uh And what we're going to do is come over here and we're going to look at something and we're going to, I ask questions with my students that probably no one ever asks them. Yes, And that is what Parker does all the time. And so what we want is for them to kind of on their own come to this, oh my God, there's a new way of seeing this so that they they do their own de-education. We don't strips anything away from right. them. We're just simply saying I think there's a whole other thing over here right. that you may not have even known exists. And we're giving
0: gonna... them options or alternatives that or,
2: they yeah. didn't have
0: before.
1: But we do that by stripping away something. And you know, Elizabeth says we don't strip anything away, which isn't true. I'm not arguing. <laughs> so don't don't look. but it, it not in the sense that you directed the question. Mm-hmm. The thing when they come in for usually two days if it's a week-long workshop we do uh, three days five days and seven days and if if it's a week-long workshop for the first two days the camera stays in the bag they're not allowed to get it out Mm -hmm. no matter where we are in the world and we Mm -hmm. always have the most uh, over-the-top locations we'll rent out castles and chateaus and we have the riads coming up in morocco Mm -hmm. and it's going to be eye candy everywhere that you're going to want to photograph and the realization i had several many years ago many several which is a lot um was the the camera gets in the way of the photographer Hmm. and the photographer in turn gets in the way of the artist so stripping that camera out of the way first Mm -hmm. is my go-to thing it allows you to get it out of the way and ask yourself well why would i want to take that picture why would I want to make this picture? And it's also the vocabulary we talk about with them. And we get into this habit. of it's like, I'm going to take this picture. I'm going to take the, it's like, I just want you to, try out the word make this photo you're gonna make let's it make something right. or let's create something right. right and just in the vocabulary i mean elizabeth's taught me a lot about this too mm. that it changes your whole concept of what you're doing words matter like, oh yeah language creates. It, it allows yes. you to be a photographer or an artist yes you know and, and i think a photographer in a lot of people's minds like i'm going to take these photos I'm going right. to take them. And as an artist, you create. You create from yourself. And so the photographer uh, it, in that kind of mindset is looking to uh, looking for approval outside of themselves. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. an artist just looks to themselves. Am I happy with this? Yes. And Move that forward. takes courage.
2: And, yeah. And it's hard to do. It's well, it so... sounds scary. Yeah, it's it scary. is. super so scary. so scary. I'm just saying
0: from my standpoint, it sounds scary be- and I'll tell you why. And you can, you, I'm sure you'll have a response because <laughs> in my mind, I think, okay, yes, the artistic piece is create for yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is really simplified, oversimplified disclaimer. The artist piece is create for yourself. Mm-hmm. The business piece mm-hmm. is create for someone else. hmm again oversimplified but that's where my mind initially goes right and so so initially i think to myself if you feed too much of your efforts and energy and and they're pointed so much to the art and we kind of talked about this on the last on our last podcast actually Mm.
1: i don't remember the last well that's
0: this is that's kind of what a part part of this was and i and i talked about how in my mind you are the quintessential artist because you always have been to me personally um, like I, I would, if I made a list, like you would be at the top of that list of, of who, of people are like, this dude is a real artist, mm. right? What does I'd that mean say, to you? Creating for yourself. Mm. Like you, you've said it before. You, you, you would say i shoot for my soul. Mm. Like I, I, I shoot cause I have to, like, I don't even like you've said those types of things. Yeah. yeah. And the, one of the things that it, that it really hits home with me. And when you say, what does it mean to me? Did the. the I believe you. Mm -hmm. I think that's Uh, why. I don't believe everybody that says that. I've heard other people say things like that. When you say it, I believe you. And I think that's why, in my mind, you're on that list. But the scary part for me, right? Mm -hmm. And the oversimplification is shoot for yourself, artist. Shoot for others, business person, right? Right. And so the scary part for me is if you put too many eggs in one basket or the other, Mm -hmm. because I've seen both. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, the business person that actually ends up hating (laughs) the art of photography (laughs) and really gets to the point where they don't even understand it anymore. But they can retire at 62, right? Right. Okay? Yeah. The artist who on one end shoots for themselves continually and leaves the other piece out, like some of the best photographers I know, D- don't have um, a retirement plan I'm not saying one is necessary
2: well, <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm raising we, my
0: we, hand okay. we both World. have our hands so, yeah. then, then, yeah. then maybe in a sense yeah. I'm talking to ask you. me if I'm happy well that's okay so that's what it comes down to yeah. because then it's like what is success and the business yes. person is exactly. going to say retirement yes. at 62 and the artist is going to say to do I'm, what I'm ecstatic I'm happy yeah right. I love life right. or do
1: you and I get the question oh what are you are you going to still be shooting at 83 and you say, I, I hope certainly hope. Right. So. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Good. I certainly hope so. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. And that's, and that should be the answer, right? Yeah.
1: And it's a longevity thing. I think with, with pleasing everybody else, you have to go with all the trends you have to follow. You have to be a lemming, as I say, mm-hmm. you a know, right, and, right, right. and when, you, when you shoot for yourself, you collect your own tribe. People will yeah. come to you no matter what you make, how weird it is. If you look at the history of art, Some of the strangest things have the largest followings, Mm -hmm. like Joel Peter Witkin is a photographer that his stuff is so left field Mm -hmm. that people can't even look at it, (laughs) yet his pieces sell for 10s and 20s right. and hundreds of thousands of dollars right, right. and it's it's a very collectible thing because it he's saying something to the world right yeah he's saying something to the world and the people that can hear what he's saying are attracted to him right the others can't look at it that's fine that's not his tribe he doesn't want those people because that becomes the client that cold call that calls and kicks the tires and well i don't know how much can i get just a digital file of this masterpiece for a hundred thousand right
2: <laughs> you know and, and that's
1: what we're up against and yeah. I refuse to play that game because I don't, that's, that's, I, I can't be bothered with it. You know, right. I can't, yeah. um, I, I, the business aspect of things don't excite me. Right. I make enough to get by. Right. I make enough to travel and to make my own work. And we have a very comfortable life. Right. And you know, I got a new pair of cowboy boots. And what else, what else,
0: what else would you, could you want? Really? Exactly. I get it.
1: Yeah. Right. Again.
2: Yeah. I mean really when we think about what our ideal life is, it's just ha- having time to create, having time to travel. Yeah. Well it's,
0: it sounds to me like it? you guys are like uh what is that, the Mexican fisherman? You know that story? No. Do you no. not know the Mexican no. fishermen? No, what is it? tell me, tell me. I saw it on the wall in Jimmy Johns, so I just figured that like, this was a thing. <laughs> oh. And well. it's a big long story, but we're gluten free,
1: we don't go to Jimmy well, Johns. <laughs> we, well,
0: yeah, you would stay away from Jimmy Johns. I am not gluten free, although I probably should be. It's the story of this Mexican fisherman, right? And I'll butcher this, but so I don't want any emails about this. (laughs) That's very good. (laughs) It's this Mexican fisherman who gets up every morning and he goes out. He loves to fish. He gets up, he goes out every morning. He catches a few fish. He comes back before breakfast. He throws some fish on the fire, cooks it for his kids, sees them off to school, hangs out with his wife for lunch, um, has a siesta in the afternoon. And then that night they all gather in the town. They play the guitar. They they have the time of their lives. Next morning he does the same thing. Goes yeah. to the market, sells a couple fish, whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point a businessman comes down on vacation and he sees the Mexican fisherman coming in with his fish um, on the dock in the morning. And he says, "Hey, where, that's that's an amazing catch. Where do you you know where do you get that?" And the Mexican fisherman says, "Well, I've lived here my whole life. I know all the great spots to fish." And and the guy's like, "Well, you should turn that into a business." And the Mexican fisherman says, Why? And the guy says, Well, you know all the hot spots. You could you could you know, you could expand and you could grow and we could we could invest and we could have a huge thing down here and you could be making all kinds of money. And the Mex- Mexican fisherman says, Why? And the guy says, Well, so that you could retire and then you could spend your days spending time with your family and do whatever you want and have a great time at night. And like you could actually have time to meet people. And the exactly. Mexican fisherman's like I do that now. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm doing now. Like you're living. Yeah. So even I feel a little bit ashamed because here I am saying, you know, the part of me that gets afraid of this, this business mentality that's mm. been ingrained as an ideology maybe in my Shit. mind. Yeah. I'm like living the thing that I'm talking about in real time right now with mm. you guys. It's happening to me. But I'm thinking, yeah. you're doing that already. Yeah, Like you even said it when I said to retire and you said, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. And exactly. In my yeah. mind, I'm thinking, well, I'd want to do whatever I want to do. Which is what I'm doing. <laughs> like you're already yeah.
1: doing it. You're chasing your tail, <laughs> huh. you know, huh. and you're wasting your life doing it. Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that's and these are the moments we, we see at the workshops when people we have that realization right <laughs> you're going to owe us some money after this <laughs> send, me,
2: send me a bill I'm going to have to <laughs> send you
1: a bill <laughs> <laughs> but, but
0: it th- that's what you we didn't see didn't even have to do much
1: no you do all the work you Our were students just available the
0: for the conversation exactly
2: built. absolutely and you're also yeah. and
0: you're also an example in that that is what you are doing yeah. and I think that's the other mm-hmm. piece when you said when you were asking me about why because you do Because you don't just say it, you know, from a stage. You don't just say, "I shoot for my soul." You then go out and you shoot for your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's what you do. Yeah, all the time. So you live. You practice what you preach. I do.
1: Yeah. I I have nothing else to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do, and I love it. And sometimes I'm, uh, not embarrassed, but. I, I, I kind of feel sorry for other people. People that don't, right? Yeah. But, but on the other hand, I don't rub it in people's faces either. No. I just stay quiet and I'm. Uh, and
2: we go through plenty of our own self doubt. Oh my you know, gosh. it's not like we're just living the perfect life and no. we're like, oh, you fools. It's we're we question
0: ourselves. How does this self-doubt manifest itself? What does it look like? When well, you have I mean, that it will just struggle. be like
2: a crisis of self-doubt, like one day. OK, four days this, ago, four days ago. OK, wait, four days ago, you come in. OK, so I think seven days ago, you were like, oh, I've never been this scattered in my life. Yep. And then Thursday night, you walk in the bedroom, folding the laundry, and you're like, I think I got it. I think I figured it out. And yeah. and. And then, you know, what happened? Your computer crashed, and you're like, that's it. I think this is a sign. I got to go all film. Forget this freaking digital. And, yep. but mm, this, so, really? so we're, it's, and I think, and I just said this to you the other day. I'm like, this is what it means to live in the creative process. It's yeah. so messy, it's not linear. You're constantly moving in and out of, like, I got this. Oh, no, I don't have this at yeah. all. Right. And I, I think that, honestly, I don't think the creative life would be creative or, or authentic without that, at least for me, I know for me as an artist and as a writer, when I go to my writing, I'll be like, Oh, that's a piece of shit. Let me completely do, redo that. And then I redo it. And I'm like, yes, that's what I want. And then I'll go on to the next piece and I'm like, Nope, that's not it. And I, I don't know. I think there's a way that of uh, feeling into what's real and true and right, right now and being okay. I just said this this morning, you know, we're in the, we're staying in a, in Homer, you know, Mm -hmm. Parker's RV. Oh, they know Homer. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we're, I'm getting in the shower and it's freezing. It's 30 degrees and I'm like, oh, this is such an adventure. Like the more, and I thought to myself, the more I can be okay, we can be okay with discomfort on every level, Mm -hmm. whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's physiological, both Parker and I deal with. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have a long history of PTSD, and mm-hmm. and thanks to him, I, I mine is so much better. Uh, but we both deal with it. Right. You know, I it's it. like um, and and so we have to ride the waves of it. So right. it's we don't want to sit here and preach like, hey, come over here to our side because everything's perfect over here. Right. It's more like oh, no,
1: it's far from.
2: Perfect. It's not perfect. There's no such thing as but perfect. She, right? But, but yeah, no, you,
0: you were delighting in discomfort, and I think that's so rare. Yes. You have, that's an act of will.
2: Yeah, and well, it's it's, a it's, a you have to decide
0: that it's, a choice, it's an yeah.
2: orientation right like how am I going to see this right now this lack of likes on my Instagram page mm-hmm. or my the shoot I just did that I hate all of it or the one that I did that I love that I'm scared to show the client or whatever you know whether it's that kind of thing or whether it's ah, I feel so anxious today I don't even know why or or it's like oh, I have this idea let's go do it shit I can't I gotta get my kid from school mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it's it's, it's it's more that it's an orientation of like, okay, wait, I could just choose to be annoyed or irritated or overwhelmed or whatever about this thing in front of me. Or I can be like, wait a minute, I created this life for myself and I can, I can show up to this in the way that I choose. And, and I feel like that's where I get excited about the, this life that we've created together, that I've created for myself, Parker's created for himself, and now mm. coming together. Mm-hmm. It's like we get to choose over and over yeah. and over again.
1: I don't think a lot of people live like that, though. They don't. I really don't. That you have a choice of- right.
2: I think we don't know we have choices. Of
1: designing your life. Yeah. You can design your life to be anything you want. Yeah. Right. And, so and what I, do you say to the person? So, if I'm a devil's advocate right now,
0: okay. Yeah. Because I don't disagree with you. But on the other hand, what do you say to the person that has maybe unknowingly or not purposely made a certain amount of choices and they find themselves in a position where they have what they consider to be a lot of responsibilities? I would say, objectively, responsibilities would be like children. Sure. Um, or. a a job where they're responsible for a lot of people right Mm -hmm. you know like different positions or whatever so they they are literally in a spot where or aren't they literally in a spot where there are certain choices they have to make sure in order because they have responsibilities sure that are that they have made choices up to that point yep, and they find themselves in that position is it just like well buck up camper and and you know decide to be no happy in your misery
1: no, no no not at all it's the opposite it's okay what what is the direction what is my goal to get out of this i have to do this for right now like for me i had to photograph weddings to get to oh, where i am I now yeah okay i get that that's how i didn't like photographing weddings it got to that actually point. I, I liked photographing weddings right. i didn't like the business of weddings right okay especially recently right And so leaving that wedding world behind is a transition that I Mm -hmm. had or or photographing those weddings was a transition. I had to go through to get to what I'm doing now, which is teaching self-publishing, right? This, this is what I want to do. I want to speak with my art. I did that. I brought that to my wedding game, which amplified my wedding work, Mm -hmm. which made me sought after Mm -hmm. in by a couple people Mm -hmm. and that like bringing that to that made that work. Right. Does that make sense? I said a lot of makes Well, and I put you in
0: a position where you then had the option to
1: get out of that. Yeah. But all the way through the wedding work, I really photographed for myself and I would tell my clients to their face that I am making these images for me. Hmm. I'm going to make me happy. Hmm. And if you're coming to me and you like what you've seen, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to shoot any of that that you've seen everything's going to be personalized to you and it's going to be made for me Mm. and they bought it and I bought it and (laughs) I went and I created it and I held up my end of the bargain right and it was an amazing challenge but it didn't happen overnight for you to get out of that no and I think that's
2: what we would say to Mm -hmm. anyone we're working with is okay so you're in a situation that you don't like right so you're not going to fix that overnight right but if you have and we talk a lot about this if you have a vision of what you want to move towards, which starts with knowing who you are and what is authentic to you and what you're you're most hungry to bring to the world. Mm. If you have that vision, then you can, you will find a way every time to make it work. We both have kids. It's not like we can just, you know, travel anywhere we want, anytime right. we want. Right. You have right? those responsibilities. We have responsibilities, right. but we have created a life that allows us to travel a lot more than most people get mm-hmm. to. And, and what an incredible gift that is that right. we've given ourselves that okay. we've created ourselves. So there's, I think it's not about like, you don't just live in your misery and you don't just fix it overnight. You don't just ditch everything, mm-hmm. but it's, what are you moving towards and what is your Why?
0: So, do goals for you guys look the same way? you think they look for everybody else?
2: No, <laughs> Heck
0: no. Okay, sorry. Why? Why was that funny? But it was. Well, because I, I was because, hoping it would be okay. because I want you to then explain to me why not.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, go ahead with your goals. We were just talking about this. What did you say that? Uh, smart has has the plan. <laughs> yeah. Stupid smart has, has the, the plan. Story. Stupid has the story. Yeah.
1: My friend Joe Photo and I have that has been our motto. Well, I feel
2: like Joe
1: Photo and
0: Denise are doing, uh, like they have some of the same philosophies. Is that
1: oh, sure? Yeah, I mean, we've sure. been we've been buddies for A long almost time, twenty years. I know you guys have. Yeah, and I see years, he actually. does his
0: morning cup of Joe morning cup and of Joe. Yeah, I watch those. Yeah, he's and awesome. And they're traveling hither and thither, and yeah. And I feel like they're. I, I don't know. The word that comes to my mind is free-spirited because I feel as though yeah. you guys aren't oh. encumbered by the things that typically encumber us as human beings. Is that... Right.
1: Well, I think we're more encumbered. We have a a, a mortgage. <laughs> um, we have kids in, in elementary school. Okay. So th- th- those types th- of responsibilities. They don't, and yes, they, that they exactly. Don't have. Right. Um, but the mindset's but we make similar, it right? It's very yeah, similar. Yeah, it's very similar. Right. Yeah.
2: And and what was it? Your your grandfather, Homer, no. always said... Oh, yeah, said, Homer.
1: We talked about that. The person with the most stories wins.
2: So the, I think when it... And this is something I'm learning really beautifully from Parker, too, is how to just be... And not, oh, I'm someone who's very go, 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 create, create, create. And I burn myself out in mm. my business really badly mm. doing that. And so it has been just an extraordinary experience. Because you too.
0: lose the sense of self, like who you are?
2: Well, because, because the external becomes everything. Okay. Rather than where am i operating from right. right even though i was doing all this incredible work with these students and and working with incredible profound mentors there was still always the feeling of external 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 rather than there's this quietude there's this clarity so i think for me i'm more go- i tend to be more goal driven
0: we'll talk about that a little bit and tell, me the, tell me how tell me about the laughter it's <laughs> my question honestly yeah because i asked it Expecting that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's because I want to know how and why your goals or goal setting or the way you conceive of them or think about them is different than other people. Well,
2: get yeah, go. <laughs> My goal
1: is to be a feather that never hits the ground. And I don't really have goals, I have ideas and I have a feeling, I have a knowing of my direction. Mm. And I have a trust in myself, a sense. Mm -hmm. It is a sense, so to speak. Yeah. 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 But it's a, it's a knowing and a trust in myself to follow a feeling of, I, I'm not sure why I'm a going on this trip or making this series of work, or I'm not sure what it means yet, but I feel that I will. And it always does. It always makes sense. Mm. It's It's a faith. It is a faith. It's a Isn't deep it? faith yeah. in self.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's 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 definitely a knowing. It's an inner knowing that I doubt all the time this can't be real. Mm. But it is. Mm. Yeah. and But it's it's something we go back and forth on quite a bit. And goals are, you know. We, we don't really talk about finger. goals. That's about as far as a goal. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: I used to be way more goal oriented. You know, we just hit the new year and people always put up their resolution. I didn't make any resolutions this year. Any.
0: Well, I didn't either. But part of the reason was because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to stick with them.
2: Right. I mean, because was, I mean,
0: that's legit. That's my reason Yeah. that I did And that
2: is legitimate. And I think this is where vision is so much more important than goal.
0: Okay. Vision mm-hmm. and intention. Yes. Okay. Help me out with that.
2: Well, because a goal is I'm going to make this much money or I'm going to lose this much weight sure. or I'm going to this many clients or da 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 da, da, da And it's all external. Mm-hmm. But if you have a vision and it comes from deep within you mm-hmm. of this is authentically who I am. This is one I want to bring to the world because I must. Then that is an orientation. It's not a it's not a you did it or you didn't. It's mm. a it's a movement towards. Mm, yeah. A goal is did I check it off? A vision is who am I being? I had this incredible yes. mentor who always said, I want you to check in with yourself. What is your way of being? How are you creating from that place? Mm. He was never cared about the externals. The externals were not important. And they're not. No, and and I know this from being an entrepreneur. I guess I kept thinking, oh, if I just make this much money, I'll right. be good. Oh, if I make this much money, I kept getting more and more money, and I realized this is a complete failure, for me personally. I that was not. It, it, I who cares that I hit the goals? Right. I didn't have enough of a clear vision beyond just the goals, Mm -hmm. even though I always thought of myself as very, you know, visionary, Visionary, right? right. It was still driven by goals and checklists and external measurements. And, and I just, I, I've been schooled by this man in the last year to, to let go of goals and, and be just in a place of being and letting that be not just enough, but my lifeblood.
1: Mm. We're sharing a smile right now. Mm-hmm. What does it look like when that goes
0: awry? Because if you're, if you're living in the, I don't know, if you're living in the ups and the downs of it, you said like the shower. I understand sure. like that's a that's a good example, right? Of like, right. oh, the shower's cold. I can choose to delight in the adventure of this. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would guess that that's relatively insignificant compared to other challenges that might be considered sure. more difficult. Of a challenge. Yeah. Right. Right. What does it look like? What do the hard ones look like? What do the big ones look like?
2: Messy. <laughs> really messy and uh, sometimes you know it i notice in myself that i that my instinct is to when i'm triggered by old right. things you know okay. to go to a place of fear and then to oh. and then to doubt myself to doubt parker right and to kind of doubt everything yeah and so again we were just talking about this the other day it's like all right when i'm in that place It's, it's not, that's just a piece of me that's speaking. So I think more and more what we've been working together is to realize when that when those those pieces inevitably come up because we're human, everybody's going to have these different pieces that come in and have a lot to say that may have nothing to do with vision, mm-hmm. but have everything to do with survival. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. when, and those parts of course come up, mm-hmm. we have that strong primitive part of our brain that right. says I'm out or right. whatever. And, so our what we've been really actively doing together is being able to say, okay, wait a minute, this is a part of me right now. I'm going to go take myself out into the woods. I'm going to go take myself to my favorite tea house. I'm going to go out and shoot whatever, whatever we need to do um, to kind of give the, give those parts of ourselves the opportunity to say everything they need to say. Right. And then we're like, okay. Yeah, thank you for your opinion. And now back to our usual programming of let's stay connected to vision. You know, so
0: you don't get bogged down by
1: it. Then we,
2: we can't. We can't. Do, I mean, we would. We would. Everything would go to hell if we right. did that. And It would.
1: We would be human if we did that. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: well, that's we are
0: a, not. But you are. You are hitting the nail on the head. I know, kind of, sort of in jest, but also very seriously exactly. in that, which is your style, and I love it. <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. We are human. How do you not do what humans do?
2: You know, you it's you not know yourself. But I don't think it's about not doing what humans do. It's about how do you not get caught in that environment? that. Well, believe that's what I'm ref- that. that's what I'm referring
0: to. How yeah. do you not get bogged down by it? How do you not get caught in it? For because me, you say you're able to stand back and say, <sighs> "Okay, thanks for the Update. Right. Or thanks for the information. I am now going to go back to my regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> that yeah. that sounds a lot easier said than done.
2: Oh, it's work, absolutely. But I, for me personally, I have my own process and practice uh-huh. it's get out in the woods it's go right okay it's go scream wherever i need to mm-hmm. scream okay it's you know it's and i know I, I kind of watch myself i'm like whoops time to go do my process yeah Go right? through it. and so more and more what we've come to an agreement is when i go in that space which i i, I do pretty easily given a yeah. long history of other sure crazy stuff that happened i tend to get go back into that uh primitive place in my brain mm-hmm. fairly easily and so mm-hmm. our agreement is I will go and do what I need to do to process that right. and then we can come back together and talk about it yeah it's not that he's not there to help me through it it's that I got to go work it through and then I'll have I'll have I'll be offline of only primitive brain talking
0: <laughs> so it seems to me like one of the big advantages of doing that is that you're actually dealing with it rather than denying it or stuffing it Oof, or dismissing no, absolutely. it is that right that'd, that'd
1: be the worst possible thing. To do. I mean, right. that's what, yeah. that's what cripples relationships or businesses or. Well, right. and it's what self. I did
2: for the first 22 years of my life. You was, stuff it. But, yeah. you know, it was just swallow, swallow, right. swallow. And so when I was in the convent, I literally got to the point where I couldn't remember anything Literally nothing, mm. and I was so numbed out and shut down that I would—I was afraid for my mind. So I've lived in the extreme of that place mm. of numbing out and stuffing, yeah. and and I—I just—it's not even in my—you
0: know what it's like body
2: though. to live like that right. anymore, right. right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: what, from a structural standpoint, what you guys do? Let's get. Um, a little pragmatic for a second and that might be a terrifying word for you. Although you do have things set up with workshops and whatnot sure. for other people to come and kind of come and taste and see, so to speak, oh, what absolutely. it is, that what it is yeah. that you offer and what it is that you think they can benefit from regarding your philosophy and your way of doing things and your way of seeing the world in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. your way of seeing yourselves. Mm-hmm. So you you mentioned these places where you have workshops give a a, a a little taste of what a workshop is. You've you've mentioned a couple pieces, but what what should somebody come to a workshop and hope for on the other side?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh they should come to the workshop and hope for a better understanding of their own personal creative process. Mm. And I think the majority of people don't know that. They don't know how to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. They may have great ideas, but have no idea how to get it there, or they don't right. know how to have great ideas. Oh, okay. So they mm-hmm. just look outward and all the peripheral pollution out there that they, they weed through through. I mean, images are everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't even get away from them. Right. Yeah. So it's very easy to be a lemming. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be that follower that's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I like that. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. And there comes a part in, a, in an artist's life that they have to step away from cloning, from mimicking what others do. That is part of the process. Mm-hmm. I understand that. It's like learning that lighting, copying what other people are doing. That's part of the process. It always has been.
0: And there's so much more.
1: <laughs> so don't stop yeah. there. Yeah. Don't, right? but, but know when to step out of there because that's the right. safe zone. That's where right. the business gets in the way because right now this is making me money. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's all going to change in, right. Uh, it used to be five years. Now it's five months. Right. <laughs> right. So everything's changing <laughs> yeah. so quickly, right. the, the faster we can get to know who we are and what we have to offer the world. That's the good stuff. Yeah. That's where you need to, to, to go Right, and honestly,
0: from a business and a pragmatic standpoint, you put yourself into a position where you don't have to rely on anything or anyone else. Right, because you're doing it yourself, and it's coming from you, and it's not merely a copy or merely right uh, a mimic right. of somebody else's work or style.
1: Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. But we, you know, in, in these workshops, uh, we do use the cameras at some point. At some point. <laughs> And, but when it's time, right. you know, and so we dream for a couple of days, we teach everyone how to dream again. Mm. We really go back to being kids, mm. which in, in, when you're a kid, there's no right or wrong mm. there, even though mom and dad says there are, there's no right or wrong. You just play mm. and getting back to that play. And once you start doing that, you start opening up your mind and you start dreaming. Well, I could do this, but that just seems totally crazy. It's like, no, it's not crazy. Let's do that. and so we have all these people oh oh my gosh our last workshop we did in joshua tree i have this whole curriculum set up of you know we have a model come in and we're going to learn some lighting and we're going to put your story with the lighting now what kind of lighting is going to tell your story well it's very personalized our workshops we have 10 people maximum Uh, a lot of them are five people so they're
0: small and they're They're very small they're very intimate and we
1: we really push to their own creative process. Mm -hmm. And then all the others learn from them. Right. So we, we basically turn our quote students into the teachers. Right. And I I totally lost my, Oh, the last workshop. Yeah. Um, it turned into so much Mm self-reflection that the whole workshop decided for the whole week, it's just self portraits. That's all we want to do to tell our story. We don't care about a model. We don't want to make, you know, what I always say, the pretty image. We don't mm. care about that. Mm. We, she was of, there
2: for, what, two hours or so? Yeah, an hour and a half. I think yeah. two hours, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> we had a model one day for two hours at this particular workshop. Other workshops, we had models, you know, the whole time right. to kind of live out their dreams, mm. right. you know, and, and in in a photograph or a story. And you didn't plan on that. That just It just happened, just but occurred. we have to be ready for right. all these shifts right. to happen. And right. that's, I think what we're really, really good at right. is following the tribe, following right. where do we need to go here? Hmm. And cause
2: it's, it's not like, okay, nine to five and then you're off. It's, right. you know, the 24 <laughs> seven when you're not sleeping, you know, and, and really getting and understanding each individual person's needs and heart and hunger and, you know, one of the women, she discovered something about herself that she 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 just said something ca- casually in passing and conversation. And I got really interested in it and it ended up being the entire subject of her self-portrait mm. that was so much bigger than the self-portrait. Mm. It was about who she wanted to be in mm. her life mm. and which, of course, in turn impacted how she wanted to show up in her business and her, as a and how she is living now. Yeah. Well, and, and
0: you can do that from a practical standpoint because there aren't 37 people there. Exactly. exactly.
2: And that's why we do that. Right. Because we right. know that always that it's about the relationship. It, right. We, we only can transform and be transformed in relationship. It's not about information.
0: So where do people go to find the information? <laughs> where do they go to find out where you're going the to be next? The web?
1: is the best place it's on the interweb it's on the interweb um my name.com
0: okay yeah you parker can, you can Fister.
1: p-a-r-k-e-r mm-hmm. p is in pneumonia f is in frank i s-t-e-r.com mm-hmm. that's where they go parkerfister.com and there's a workshop page there and um what are the one, what are the ones for
0: 2020 look like that you know of
1: uh that we know of now we just launched oregon last week uh we're in the um, columbia river gorge Mm -hmm. in oregon at a a amazing inn Uh, that one's half full already we have morocco in september Mm -hmm. Uh, that one's half full already uh, oh, we have um, the Badlands in May, which was full, and we just had somebody drop out. So, anybody wants to jump so on got that. A spot for that working cattle ranch in the middle of nowhere? That's incredible. Um, we did it last year there, and it was probably our most popular wow. one. That's why it sold out so quickly. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we just had a drop out. So, yeah, we'd love to see you there. And
2: we were just talking about Italy, and
1: yeah, we just yeah. just talking about an Italy workshop, um, and the workshops are all a little different, not all a little, well, they're all very different, but some workshops are a full seven days. Those are the, the really deep creative process. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of them are four to five days and those are more portrait driven, but we still get into your, your head with that. And those are typically a little smaller group. Um, so we cook together, we Mm -hmm. clean together. We're up 24 seven. We all, uh, share a big mansion somewhere or a house. And you know, it's like a little, guest ranch house out in the Badlands and we all just shack up and it's <laughs> we have guitars and we sing around the yeah. fire and we live <laughs> yeah. our lives you know yeah. we live our lives like I we want it. to and we try to teach them that too thanks for doing this and for sharing oh, thanks for having us I got what a pleasure. stuff to think about
0: for the rest of the day <laughs> Wow. He's
1: going to think about us the whole day. I
0: am going <laughs> to ponder this. Not I'm tomorrow, gonna... but today. Well, I don't even go that far yet. <laughs> don't even wanna, Tip of your finger. That's I don't it. even want to yeah. think about Yeah, you taught me that to some yeah. degree. Yeah. Thanks for your time for doing this, and I wish you the best of luck, and I hope that spot gets filled up in the Badlands, maybe even from this podcast. That would be great. Be when cool. is this air? I don't know. Well, it's
1: probably too late then.
0: <laughs>
2: it might <laughs> be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jed.